you are listening to Unprofessionals Asking Questions. This is episode 20. I think I'm going to name it, Who is the Blood Countess? But we'll see. I'm Julia. And I'm Sid, and we're your unprofessionals for the evening. Yeah, damn straight. And always. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah, so today I'm going to do my little, today's true crime. True crime. I guess it's kind of, it's, kind history. of, it's history and true crime. History so. crime. You know me. Crimes. Love the history. That was weird. That was cool. I liked it. Be yourself. That's what this is all about. You're so supportive. Thanks. <laughs> That's all I can offer. Um. So Sid is red as a lobster. I'm red as the couches that we're sitting on. I blend right into it because it I got sunburned and I'm in pain. Actually, you do kind of because there's like that rose gold with the red. Like yeah. your hair and body. So my hair is rose gold. My body is red. Yeah. Because I neglected to put sunscreen on anything except for my shoulders. And, and I'm not even hating because at least you got out and got that vitamin D. At least I did. I don't. I think I overdosed on the vitamin D, but at least I got out with my house. You know, my family who tans nicely, except oh, yeah. for my mom, they're always like questioning why I don't want to spend five hours at the beach well one i get bored easily (laughs) and like the pool get bored easy too but it's like dude my skin yeah i'm not it's not really good for you for 15 minutes a day as i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm just kidding but no i feel the same like i got my dad's skin versus my mom who tans really easily oh it's opposite for me and it she just she makes fun of me a lot so my There's dad, trauma for you. My dad's actually very. He doesn't make fun of me because I think he's just seen the trauma of my skin. Plus, I've had two operations. Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, and then anytime I wear a tank top, she's like, "Have you have you gone to the dermatologist lately? Because you should get that one checked." And then I'm like, "No, I haven't because I don't want to know." Mm. I do go every year. No, I should. I skipped one year, so I'm just being dramatic, but. Yeah. It's good. You guys should go to the dermatologist and get checked. Definitely. Every year because you just never know. If you're a dermatologist, sponsor us. We'll we'll shout you out. Three mold checks. Thank you. Plus also, my dermatologist is like booked out for like one year. So if I cancel, I have to skip a year. That's what happened. No. Checks. I don't know. But regardless, they're booked. For all the people, I think it's like that everywhere for dermatology. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's just that's exactly why they, whenever you have your appointment, when you check out, they want you to schedule a year ahead of time instead of waiting. Do like dermatology crimes? Well, <laughs> I do actually have on my list medical murders, like in general, mm-hmm. so we could throw that in together. and we could branch that shit out. Mm-hmm. It could be its own segment. Facts, facts. 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 I had fair food this week and I was happy, but also just funny because when I was there, I was helping with shows and it was really hot. Like so hot. I can't even imagine. And surrounded by shit. Like I want to move to Texas and I was over this shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, why? Mm, Maybe we need to be thinking. Just kidding. But I had Kenyan wings. They used to have like the dollar chicken on a stick, but they mm-hmm. raised it for two for three dollars, so it was one fifty each. So I was pissed about that, but they were so good. Susie Wong egg rolls I had. 
Um, a bunch of good shit. Yeah, but not really. It was so expensive. <laughs> is it just to get? And it was just so hot. And then just to eat. I can't eat that food like that yeah. anymore. I don't know. It was just like, ooh, it's hot well, I don't and expensive what... and fried. Yeah, I only went the one day, so I didn't get to eat as much as I would have liked and tried all the different stuff. So I ended up getting um from the twisted egg roll. Oh wait, McDonald's. I got. Well, I got their combo meal, which was two egg rolls and four wontons. I missed that. Mm-hmm. I think because I was there for a mission. My mom told me exactly what to get, and I didn't look at the menu. That was your first mistake. Oh, Always God. look at the menu. Always look at the so menu. So I got a Reuben egg roll and a cheesesteak egg roll, and then I got the buffalo chicken wontons. Okay. I have had their Reuben egg roll. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So much better than the other people trying to do the Reuben egg rolls. Anyways, um, what name names? I had the we tried the buffalo chicken and the spinach artichoke. That was a spinach. Both were so good. I appreciated that the buffalo had spice to it. Yeah. Normally mainstream people like hold back on the spice. Did not appreciate how little stuffed they were, but it was a good price. But it was. I thought that was weird too. It's like mostly wonton. Yeah. But no stuffing. But it still worked. Like there was enough. It did. Satisfied you. You were like, yeah. oh, I like this, and but I, like, I can have more of this though. Or give me more. You should have more. That wasn't even a full scoop in that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. That was honestly probably the good first try or something. Yeah. There was a Greek stand. I saw that. And we stopped there. What'd you get? Uh grape leaf, stuffed grape leaves. Oh, I saw those. Overpriced, time. but really good because mm-hmm. Wyatt's one friend, um, his family came from Syria, his parents actually. So when we were invited over, his mom asked like what we want for dinner. I was like, I want a homemade like Syrian cuisine. Mm-hmm. We both said this and she did. She went all out and it was like my favorite food I've ever had. The grape leaves changed my lives, the <laughs> life that she had, but they were warm. I tried these and they were cold. Cause like it was just different. It was like a, it was also fast paced, like selling things, but the cold stuffed grape leaves were amazing. So you like the cold better than the hot? I did. I didn't think I would, <laughs> but the hot had beef, like not beef. It was some type of meat. I forget what. And rice. And then like with, at this Greek stand, it was, um, a type of rice and like fresh herbs. Oh, and then I they gave tzatziki sauce, mm-hmm. like to dip in. That was so good. Is that like the cucumber? Yes. Like what you get in the euro. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we should get into it. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to go. Fluffing. I'm fluffing. Other direction of our conversation now, I guess. Sorry. Not food related. Can you give us a segue into your topic? Um. Well, I guess segue is, have you ever had blood as your cuisine? <laughs> <laughs> have I ever had blood? I have. You've, Not on purpose. You've never like... Oh, yeah. If you have like, like sucked your blood, it, it sounded like I gave a kiss there. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but you, you have like a paper cut and you start bleeding. Yeah. You don't have anything like a tissue. So you're like, yeah. You just, you know. That's a vampire balloon. Yeah. That's my transition. That's my segue. Segu. Segue. Okay. Did you say saggy? Segu. No, segu. Yeah. Is that French? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying it for fun. It is French people. Segu. I don't know. Am I segu? Who is the blood contest? Anyways. (laughs) 
Are we rad tea? Vampires. Ish. Perhaps you won't do that again. Perhaps you have heard of Countess Elizabeth Baltry. Personally, I have. Not a ton about her. I actually didn't, and then I was like ashamed I didn't. Don't be ashamed. But not a ton? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, you can add whatever you know to this, too, because some things were contradicting. Okay. Which I'll point out, but for the most part, cohesive. So even if you are unfamiliar with the name, chances are you've heard the stories of her legendary sadism, most prolific female murderer, check, key influence for a novel called Dracula, check, as some say, quote, Baltry was a vampire, a torturer, a creature beyond human who bathed in the blood of innocence to maintain her youthful beauty, end quote. That kind of, so like a skin routine with blood? Is that what? Yeah, pretty much. She was like starting her own thing, but with torture. With torture. I bet it kind of worked. I, I bet know. you it probably did. I mean, there's not a whole lot else except mud. Probably to use in this time period, mud and like herbs and. Have you ever done a mud mud bath? I have not. Me either. Have you done a blood bath? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned if you did. Um, How much it would take to fill up a bathtub with blood? More than mine. <laughs> Maybe not. No, I forget. it takes. I think several people. Okay. Several bodies. Salem wants my drink. <laughs> So is this the truth about Elizabeth Baltry? Is this her true story? Is she a vampire? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, she inspired Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> it's fact. She is. End of story. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. So Elizabeth Baltry was born on August 7th, 1560 in Nierbator. Uh, close, hopefully. Hungary. Her... Form like the Hungarian form of her name is Baltry Erzabet. Nice. Erzabet. I think I did say that wrong. We're going to check. Erzabet. Okay. We're going to pretend I said it right. Erzabet. Sure. Totally it is really pretty to like hear it <clears throat> pronounced correctly. But, anyways, I'm going to refer to her as Elizabeth Baltry. Or just Elizabeth? Are you going to say her last name each time? I'm going to, like, go back and forth between Elizabeth and Baltry, to be honest. Okay. And maybe together, but we'll see. So, she was the daughter of Baron George VI Baltry and Baroness Annie Baltry. Anna, sorry, not Annie. So, that also makes her a Baroness as the daughter of... She's a Countess. Oh, a Countess. Okay. I don't really know. I didn't go through, like, the chain of it. Mm-hmm. But they were baron and baroness, but her title was countess. Unless she was married to count. See, that's where I get confused and we'll kind of get into it. But she did marry and he had the name count and her countess. But is, bar- is baron above? <clears throat> yeah, so that's what we'll yeah. get into. Is baron above or below countess? Because he was technically below and hopefully everybody forgets this by the time they get to that point but yeah that's what i'm not sure of because of that i feel like countess sounds higher than baron or baroness 
The Baron is a member of the lowest order of the British nobility. So she moved her way up, maybe. So, so a countess is the wife or widow of a count or earl. Right. A woman holding the rank of count or earl in her own right. So it's not just through marriage. So maybe she was already a countess because of... But it doesn't say in relation to Baron. Well, Either way, she grew up in luxury and wealth, and she was born into prominent Protestant nobility in Hungary. Okay. Her family controlled, drumroll please, Transylvania. 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 I want to go there. Me too. It's like Pennsylvania, but Transylvania. Yeah. Danbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gloomy. While her uncle, on the other hand, was king of Poland. So they rich, rich. Whoa, king of Poland. Like, she got that bloodline of royalty, I guess y'all should say. No good. She was raised at the family castle in Eshed, Hungary. I definitely... (laughs) Oh, I thought you said in a shed. In a shed. Here, we're also going to listen to that because I should have... Eshed. Oh. She was raised at the family castle in Eshed, Hungary. Baltry knew a life of privilege from a very early age, but she also knew about like some struggle a little bit. So she she did have health problems as a child, and most people, especially like historians now, they source it to generational inbreeding of her bloodline which is very common at that time and it's still common in other countries now parents related so yeah her parents were of close relation i don't know how close i don't know if it was like i think it was first cousins it wasn't like siblings but it was an arranged marriage it was to keep you know the family ties tight Yeah. yeah well and you said she had health issues from likely that. Yeah, so they think it's from that. What kind of? So she suffered from severe epileptic seizures okay. that would lead to like an array of pseudo quackery cures that actually like inspired the legends or like the insidious stories about her vampire legend. <laughs> her having these seizures. Yeah. Like what they would do to try. What they did to try and cure her made her like evil, like a vampire. Okay. So that's where some of the tradition comes from. Mm -hmm. And that took lots of digging to find. So all of this, let's say you'll hear me say certain words, but it's all kind of like speculation. Okay. We don't know for a fact the truth. We don't know which. But it's fun. At some point, probably in our next episode about history even if it occurred what occurred and how much of it is fucking true right so because there's little about her childhood that's that could be proven with hard evidence the period of her life like in her childhood is like where a lot of speculations about the origins of her evil is centered, like I said. So there's different conspiracies, you might say, or theories about these pseudo-quackery cures. The first one is that her seizures were treated by rubbing the blood of a non-sufferer onto her lips 
or using a piece of their skull. I don't know if that means like grabbing like the skull being rubbed on her lips or like what they used with hmm. the skull, but it's well, and you said the blood of what? Non sufferers, so non seizure um, victims or okay. patients or diagnosed people. Interesting. So that <clears throat> then ignited her insatiable like bloodthirst. Okay. I mean, I can't knock that. They say once you, you taste, taste blood, you don't go back. I mean, you're a cannibal forever. Right. I actually say that. I just kind of said that then. Let me know if, you know, you've tasted human flesh or blood and you just can't resist it anymore. Yeah. Maybe you're her descendant. Call someone before you call me. Call <laughs> someone to help you and then call me and let me know. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be like a. I don't want to be part of anything. Yeah. I don't want to be conspiring with murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> so then this next theory slash maybe conspiracy number two was that she was trained by her family to be cruel. They trained slash taught her witchcraft and exposed her to satanic worship. So they led her to become what she is known for as the blood countess, which we'll get into. Okay. I kind of doubt that, though. Right. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, how like, families back then would, are completely against anything. Especially at the like, noble, yeah. upper class level, people wouldn't know or you would be like not in ties with all. I don't know. I mean, if they were doing it, it would have had to be in secret. And why is she the only one that got caught out for it? Mm -hmm. Especially with like the impact that she had supposedly. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what I said, there is zero evidence to prove any of this, to prove that she was taught witchcraft or exposed to satanic worship to prove that there is anything related to like rubbing blood on her lips to cure her seizures. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Because it was, the 1500s what we do know is that she was raised in luxury and a level of privilege that was denied to a vast majority of the hungarian citizens you know 1500s isn't that long ago no i was thinking that like when we were young it, it seems like so long ago but compared to like the timeline we know not at all so we said her childhood, but Elizabeth did not really have much of a childhood because by the age of 10, she was betrothed to Ferenc's Nadacity. Okay. Nadacity. At 10 years old. At 10. Betrothed. Not married yet, but right, betrothed. But still, you don't have a choice in that, which I guess if you're in nobility. You don't. You don't. But 10? Could you imagine? My freaking, like, someone very close to me is ten, almost 10. Like, I could not imagine mm -mm. being like you, him. Yep. You're going to be together. He was a nobleman and heir to one of the wealthiest dynasties in the region. Okay, so he's got some money. He has a lot of money. Okay. But technically, he is of lower class, like lower standing than Elizabeth. So I don't really know. I'm assuming it was for financial monetary purposes that mm -hmm. they planned this because normally you want the your daughter to 
move up. Right. Rather than marry down. But still, I mean, it's going to be a good stable. Nonetheless. It's right. There's powerful relations there. Mm -hmm. By 1575, she would marry Count Ferenc Nadasadi. And you did hear me right. 1575. So by 1570, she was betrothed. She was 10. She was 15 years old. And (laughs) she was married at the ripe age of 15. I guess it does kind of sound better because he was 19. So sometimes you think like, oh, he's 30 and he has to marry this 15-year-old. So he was kind of young. He was also young, I guess. Yeah. So that made me feel like a little bit better, but it's so ridiculous. Like, why are you marrying this young off? But it was a different, different time. It was. Now, it is interesting, and I actually really like to hear this, but Ferenz took the surname Baltry. So he was no longer Nadasti. He was friends Valtteri because they were higher nobility. But so I don't know. Fucking yeah, bow down, bitch. If, uh, if Wyatt and I ever get married, he's gonna have to take my last name. Yeah, the same for my one. <laughs> Sorry, Coker Bloodline's not dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wyatt Weaver. Why? Why? <laughs> Wait, W W. Sounds so dumb. <laughs> It's facts. They have to take her last name. They have to. No, no, if, and, but, whatever. About it. Yeah. Wyatt Weaver and Wyatt Coker coming at you in 20 years because these bitches are not getting married. (laughs) (laughs) So back to it. Ferenz took the surname Baltry and following the wedding, the Nadasity family remembered they were very rich. Mm Mm-hmm very wealthy they were very generous with their wedding gift and they gifted a castle a whole ass castle castle. whole ass estate how do they just have one because they're fucking rich it's crazy it's the 1500s i have a castle when i get married this was castle cash i'm probably i'm doing my best okay i feel like i'm i feel like it sounds okay what i'm saying i don't know what it looks like so yeah it sounds good to me i do have pictures on the drive but you can just see this it's like a whole ass castle. Wow. Up on that cliff? Yeah. That looks like where Dracula might live. Yeah. So the castle is actually located on the lower end of the Carpathian Mountains, which is now currently Slovakia. So it's at the time it was Hungary. Okay. Hungary. But lines it. Moved. Yes. Lines have moved. The castle is now in Slovakia. But at the time it was Hungary. Not that that's very important, but just want to say geography. But maybe. But Everything's maybe. just a maybe when it comes to. This whole thing is like a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so the happy couple moved and they lived happily ever after. Happily? <laughs> happily ever after. And that's my episode. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I'm done. That's actually, that's all the time I had research for. You got to fill in the blanks. So like, so like, I was gonna say I I remember quite a bit more than just that. <laughs> yeah, she's the blood countess because she married someone. I know there is more blood involved, and I want you to tell me about it. I am get into it. Okay, so a few years following their wedding, mm-hmm. Ferenc was promoted to chief commander of Hungarian troops and sent to ward against like the Ottoman Empire. 
So, like, he was a big wig. And Elizabeth was just like, you know what, honey? I'm going to support you. You go do that. I'm just going to hold down the fort over here. 15. Yeah. She's like, I'm I'm good. I'm independent. I'm going to manage this family estate that we were so generously gifted. Don't worry. It's in my hands. It'll be here when you get back. I'm going to defend all your affairs. and I'm going to tend to the local people. Mm-hmm. And by tend to the local people, I mean, what I read was just like, she gave like medical aid or assistance. She had like consulting. Okay. She helps people. Apparently she helped. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, who knows? Maybe she was that good. Mm-hmm. Later it might come back, but yeah, she was just like, I got this honey. Go do you fight the Ottoman empire. Okay. So now we're in 1585 and Elizabeth Valtry has her husband back and she falls pregnant. I love when you say falls pregnant. I, I love it. I've never heard anyone say that except for you. Really? Yeah. What fall and pregnant over I here. say that about real people too. About real people. In my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm so sorry that you fall pregnant <laughs> with that dude. You've fallen pregnant. Um but I will say it's really cool because it's eighteen, it's fifteen eighty five, so that's ten years. So that's like unheard of, right? She got pre- married at fifteen. Uh-huh. He didn't leave for the war for a few years. Okay. So either she Maybe just she like was- never was menstruating because she was so fucking young. Oh, you mean because like so weird that it took that long? Yeah, she was twenty five. She was twenty five. It took ten years. Maybe she just didn't want to fucking touch him for that long, <laughs> right? But then it was just like a series of unfortunate events because from 1585 to 1595, so within 10 years, she would have at least five children to the count. Some reports suggest that she did have another that died during infancy. But there was also other reports from like multiple articles. I don't know. It was conflicting because some said that she had five children. Some said that she had four children. Not sure, but yeah. she had more than one and less than ten, so <laughs> I feel pretty good for that time. Yeah, probably. And then we jump to 1604. Nadasti, I'm going to refer to him, it's Prince, whatever. He died. Her husband. Her husband died at the age of 48. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, is that old or young for that time? Uh, probably pretty good. I feel like I it's know. it's good. Also being in war. Yeah, it's good. But everything pretty much turned to shambles for Valtteri. Elizabeth. So before he died, do you have any info from that? So I did hear, I think, they would write letters back and forth a lot. Okay, yeah, tell me about that. Well, I think she started to get into witchcraft again a little bit more. And I think she would write to him kind of about those experiences. Really? think but i don't know where to source that from i just remember kind of hearing about that in the episode i listened to a long time ago like witchcraft like doing practices on people or just like her feelings of things it's okay if you don't know i just i didn't actually see any of that well i think she hired some woman to be like her right hand man basically and she was like sort of a priestess or something Mm -hmm. So she also practiced, maybe, and kind of brought that back into Elizabeth's life. 
Okay, I kind of found and something along that line. I thought that at one point her husband had come back and also like kind of engaged in activities with her. Wow. But I don't, again, I don't really know. I could just be misremembering it. Well, and also there's just like, there's so many stories that have come up Mm -hmm. and like transpired into different things and legends and myths that it's, it's really like how much was documented about this and how much was dramatized. You know what I mean? We're going to get into why things may have been dramatized. Going back into it, he dies in 1604. Mm -hmm. And pretty much like everything comes out at this time. So Elizabeth Faltry was, she was like not known. If you ask the people of the kingdom how to describe her character, they wouldn't say she was sweet. They wouldn't say she was kind. They wouldn't say she was like humble or trustworthy or anything. Okay. Allegedly. They didn't like her. No. By the time of her husband's death, allegations of his wife's atrocities had become, like, a commonplace in the kingdom. So, like, he died and people are, like, ready to speak out. I'm guessing because there's no, like... I don't know why. Even though she held more rank than he did. And she was there more than he was. Mm -hmm. But she was a woman, probably. Exactly. So, according to witnesses, uh, Elizabeth Baltry started committing crimes. And by crimes, I mean torture and murder Mm -hmm. in 1590 so this was 14 years before her husband ever died match up if he was coming back yes that's why i kind of believe what you Mm -hmm. like have heard or said because if it is to the extremity that they're saying how could he not know if he was back from war and i'm pretty certain that there was she mentioned in letters how much she enjoyed doing these things Mm mm-hmm And he wasn't really against it when he came back, I think. Right. And also, like, my next line is, her crimes became more vicious following her husband's death. So if what you're saying is true, that, like, just triggered something in her Mm -hmm. because he's not doing it with her. Maybe he's not holding her back from, like, these vicious thoughts and wants. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Who knows? It is, it is suspicious. So they say that her first targets were to be like poor peasant girls and young women. I think they would advertise for jobs in the castle, right? Yes, you're exactly right. So they were lured to the castle with the promise of servant work. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I can give you a job. Yeah. Come here. You can so do like this and this. We'll pay you this much. Mm-hmm. You're and not going to be. Never yep. But as the story goes, Baldry did not stop at the poor girls and young women in the kingdom. She expanded allegedly her sights and began killing daughters of the gentry who had been sent to the castle for their education. So she was just like, I can't contain myself. I want these upper class women or girls. I want their blood and their youth. And was it like a sexual thing for her too? I never got to that point. I don't know if other people have, it was more so from the allegations. It's like for youth and beauty. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know. As far as 
Yeah. But I think I she got like jealous of the people. Probably like as she was aging, she mm-hmm. probably targeted. Do you remember? Um... In a weird way, I kind of believe it. At that time, it was like it was worse than what the wild, wild west. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is people in power that can. Well, and it kind of reminds me of Louisiana, New Orleans, um, that serial killer woman mm-hmm. that we yeah. talked about. Um, she was. They did. She was in. She had a character on Coven in American Horror Story. Kathy Bates later. <sighs> I'm a blank. I blank on everything. Marie Laveau. Yes. Okay. I think so. Or was that the witch? I don't know. You did it in your in the brothel episode, right? Mm-mm. Which episode? I didn't do it in the episode. Oh, then never mind. Okay. I'm not talking about the same thing. I don't know. We don't talk about. I think so. And she would like kill because at the time it was when slavery was a big thing and she would torture them in her attic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would use their blood and do like skincare routines. It was in Coven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because um, Angela Bassett, who played like the voodoo queen, Mm -hmm. went after her. But I I can't remember which one was. So it's funny because we'll go back to American Horror Story a little bit. I actually don't have it written in here, but I did include a picture of Lady Gaga at the very end of the photos for you because American Horror Story has two different, uh, like connections with that. So one is with Coven and then one's with the hotel. And it is not Marie Laveau. I have it wrong. That is what who Angela Bassett plays. It, uh, um, it's Valerie. Um, I can think of her last name. She didn't stop there. There are also supposedly reports that she kidnapped local girls in the area who would never have come to the castle on their own free will. So, like, people who were like, these girls would be like, no, bitch, I'm not going with you. I'm standing my ground. Like, there's no way. They just, like, went missing, and she supposedly took them. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want to get into a job that's you're not seeing them anymore. <laughs> right. So Kathy Bates played Madame Delphine Lollery. Right. So I'm so bad. You're so much better at that with me. Well I just had to I had to look it up. I know it still. <laughs> I don't know. I got the last name, but that was it. So for years all she was reported, but the reports were ignored because it was poor women right like no one gave a shit mm-hmm. until so she started apparently allegedly killing people of higher class so at that time the king of hungary matthias heard about these reported crimes of the upper class women and was like whoa 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 what is going on and Yeah, he ordered Georgi Thurzo, a Count Palantine of Hungary, and also the highest ranking representative to investigate this. And this also, Georgi Thurzo, was also her cousin, Elizabeth. I do remember that. So it was her cousin, but he also was there to investigate. Yes. And like, they, of course, it's her cousin because they are a very high ranking family like Mm -hmm. they are in part they are part of like a bunch of the government blah 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 he yori took this seriously though like he was a good boy he did what really biased no she was his cousin he was like i am gonna do what i'm told okay matthias you got me i'm loyal to you 
It's like if you're if you watch Suits, it's like Harvey with Mike Ross. I don't watch that. Mike is like, I got this. I'm on it. That's what you're talking about. Anyways, so good boy Georgi did what he was told. He started taking depositions from people living in the area surrounding Elizabeth Valtteri's estate. And by taking depositions, I mean he took 300 depositions. That's a lot. That is a lot. I'm surprised there's even 300 people in the surrounding. I'm about to get to this because... The people would tell him that she tortured and killed more than 600 girls. There's no way. With the assistance of her servants. And I'm like, dude, 600, 300 depositions, 600 girls. How big was this fucking kingdom at this time in the 1500s? I mean, unless people were. That's half of our population here. From everywhere. Yeah. You know, but. I think that's 600 people. I don't think she killed that many. 600 girls. Like, yeah. So you're telling me you had like, no one was saying anything for that long because yeah. you're killing half of the population. I, or is that not half? Like I didn't look up what the population in this area was at 1600. Yeah. No, but that just seems very high to me. Yeah. I don't know that I believe that, but I'm so glad you said that because I was literally like, what? 300 depositions still is a lot. And I almost don't believe that either, but no, that seems like a weighted thing. Right. Who has the time for 300 depositions? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's nothing else to do in 16. Oh, whatever. I get it. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So according to those reports and stories told long after, even to this day, we're still talking about it. Hello. Elizabeth Bowdery tortured girls and young women in unspeakable ways. Which you say unspeakable when I say let's speak. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So she allegedly burned her victims with hot irons. Thanks. Beat them to death with clubs, stuck needles under their fingernails. Ooh, that's like, I can't. I know, the fingernails, I've always said the worst form of torture is fucking with my fingernails. I'd rather be bludgeoned. Dude, I could like throw up thinking about it. I never, that's, that would be the worst. Just bludgeon me, please. Kill me. Poured ice water over their bodies and left them to freeze to death outside in the cold, which it is Hungary or Slovakia now. So I believe in the winter. Yeah, that's possible. I do remember that one. She would just make them go out, undress, sit in the snow and she would pour cold water. But when it's warm, you know what she did? She covered them in honey so that bugs could feast on their exposed skin. I think that might be worse. I never even thought of that form of torture. And I'm like, I hate bugs, dude. No. I also hate honey. It's so sticky. She wanted to be able to watch it Mm. slowly. (gasps) She sewed their lips together and bit off chunks of their flesh from their breasts and faces. That's why, well, the breast part makes me think that it's like a sexual thing for her. Yeah. This is all allegations, too. Also, I think you do see that when they're jealous. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're pretty, you're young, you have these, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you're in your prime. Yeah. So that's where I, that's where I go back. Like, I never thought of it as sexual. I thought it of it more as maybe I want your youth and yeah, maybe 
but possibly it's messed up. Fucked up. Dude. I can't even imagine. I feel bad, so bad for how frightened those girls would have been, and especially the ones that were so young. Yeah. It would be a scary time. I know, and there's nothing you could do about it. And being the girls that are just there to watch and can't do anything. The servants who are forced to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not done yet with the torture. Good. Do you know what her favorite method of torture was? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. So she used scissors to mutilate her victims' bodies and faces. Mm-hmm. And like unknown, like it just, however she wanted it was fucking like the, you know, when you try to do like the origami snowflake. With, yeah. Yeah. She was like, fuck it. I'll do whatever. Snip, snip, snip. So supposedly she used the instrument to cut off their hands, noses, and genitals. She was just like, I'm going to here, I'm going to here, I'm going to here. So that's why I do feel like it's kind of like more like the like jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't like this here. I'm going to fuck you up here. It's like the criminal mind thing with the dolls. I don't know. If you ever. That, I think I have seen that one. So sometimes she would even use the scissors allegedly, to slice open the skin between her victim's fingers. So, like, oh, I had to, like, think about this for a while, but, like, yeah, she, like, right here. Mm-hmm. In between those. That'd be awful. They also, I think, did that on one of the Jackass movies, In Between Toes. Yeah. Did not. Did you run scissors? No. Did but they get paid so much, so they're fine. that's messed up though well okay so are we gonna you have more torture we get into the blood now so that's mainly the torture that's those are the crimes we'll get into a little bit more of it too but we're gonna go back to the investigation okay so at the time remember good boy georgie thurzo cousin investigator yes so during his investigation some people accused her of being being a vampire, while others claimed to have seen her have sex with the devil. Okay. So yeah, people were like, she's fucking evil. A lot of witch accusations included that. It is well. the 1600s. So vampires were definitely a thing before that. I wonder when, like, we'll have to look into that at some point. But like, mm-hmm. When vampires, yeah. Began. And how? I don't think the vampire bats... I don't know. I don't know well, either. Vladimir the Impaler. I know he had a lot to do. I, I don't know what he was also on my list for this. Anyway, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But the most infamous accusation and the one that actually inspired her nickname, the Blood Countess, claimed that Elizabeth Baltery bathed in the blood of her young victims in an attempt to maintain a youthful appearance. So that's like where, you know, everybody's like the blood countess, this legend comes from. She's a vampire. She bathed in it. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty memorable, right? Like that's like a solid case, you know? All right. She bathed in it. That's what we know. She's the worst. She's most, the most infamous female murderer. Well, that is actually extremely unlikely to be true. Cause according to sci-fi, who had a really good article about her. They also like sourced all their stuff and I have them sourced. So you can just follow all that shit. But anyways, 
The claim that she bathed in her victim's blood didn't even appear in print until after she had been dead for more than a century. Interesting. So the whole thing is kind of like made up. Like she tortured these people, but the blood has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I, I, again, I like really doubt she was able to bathe in it. There'll be so many people. The human body holds how, what is it? Do you remember how much it holds? No. Um, but it would take so many. And just like, you need fresh body. blood. Like, you can't get all 600 right. in one. Yeah. So, the human body holds, like, approximately one to two gallons. So, right. like, that's not very much. That's... No, because how much is a bath? A bath? It, What's the average? Your bathtub, who knows? What is the average size of a bathtub? But they had big bathtubs then. Right. So, who knows, like, if that even would make sense but like a average bathtub size for gallons would be like 80 gallons yeah no dude she didn't be in that. 80 people that's crazy what are you doing you just slint like all of the servants are just like here's my blood here's, like, here's my blood like they claimed that there was so much blood they could scoop it up with their hands or, like, but there's no the evidence of it yeah no okay so if there was a pause there, it's because we both had to pee. Bad, dude. So, you know. Mine was like a two-minute stream. Yeah. Heavy. Like, a dam was released. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the bloodbath thing, not... There's no evidence. We're going back to Georgi. Okay. I'm going to name my first son Georgi. Georgi. I'm probably not saying it right, but I I think Georgi I'm saying it. like Georgi. So I was thinking that, but her dad was named George. Like they spelled him like George, kind of. Mm, with the O R. But this is like G Y, and then the O with the two dots, R G Y. So like Georgi, yeah, Georgi, maybe whatever. I I'm could sure. look it up, but it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Georgi. Yeah. Georgi Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Honestly, I found out he doesn't listen to many. And one of his coworkers asked about it. She was like, oh, I noticed you like posting, like Julia does a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Do you listen? He was like, no, like when she edits in front of me, I listen. And the girl was like, you don't listen? How does that make her feel? So he came to me feeling guilty. And he's like, are you upset? And I was like, I'm not going to force you to listen. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yep. He's like, so does that mean you're upset? And I was like. I don't care. Just saying, though, if they had podcasts, I'd be listening to them. Same. I would. Must is fucking dumb. Which <laughs> ours is not. No, you learn a lot. He always, he'll giggle when I'm editing. Yeah. He's like, why are you listening to your editing? I was like, I started, the, he listened to me edit for the first three. I started using headphones uh-huh. during. So. Does the, he even know how many we have? He re- he does repost them. Oh, okay. Sometimes. I was going to say, I don't think I've seen him repost any. I don't know. But just so you know, because you don't listen, our first son's name is going to be Georgi. <laughs> <laughs> and you can fuck right off. Because his name's going to be Gigi. <laughs> Got to <do> Gigi. <laughs> but he'll actually have Coker as the last name because we already established that. So he's going to be yeah. Georgi Coker. So it's going to be like a Hungarian German shit. Yeah. It's going to be. <laughs> oh my God. All right. I think I fluffed too much that we're actually going to run long. Okay. 
<laughs> so I didn't even say what happened with Georgi. No. So Georgi finished hearing all the accusations and was like, okay, girl, you're done. Okay. You're done. You're done. I know you're what you're done. doing. I don't like it. Yep. And ultimately he charged her with the deaths of 80 girls. You know, that's a lot. That so. is a lot, but apparently that doesn't cover all, but he at least found something for 80. That's Where did I put all the bodies? I wonder, because that's a lot. That is right. Like, you would find that shit. But it was a, a sketchy investigation. We'll get into it. So there is a side note. One witness claimed to have seen a book kept by Elizabeth Thaltry herself, where she recorded the names of all of her victims, which were 650 in total. So she, okay, apparently, so that's getting the numbers is from her diary. From this witness saying it. So all this marketing with like, she killed 600 girls and stuff. There is no proof. She was only charged with 80. And this diary appears to have only been a legend. A legend. Sorry about my speaking. But like, there's no proof. There's no one else other than this one witness Mm -hmm. who said, so it's complete hearsay. So, like, all of the things that you see, which, like, on the photos that I put on the drive and stuff, there's, like, a book that's, like, the woman who murdered 600 girls, the most infamous murderer, like, blah, 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 blah. The only thing that they're getting 600 people from, 600 plus, is from this witness who isn't even named and has no proof. <laughs> so, I think that's interesting. Yeah. I, but why make that up, too? Like, that's... I know it's, it is weird, but we're kind of going to get into it. Okay. So now we're going to put ourselves on the date of December 30th, 1609. Okay. So this is five years after her husband's death. Okay. Elizabeth Valtry and her servants would be arrested on this day. So they're like going about their business. They're planning out their next victim. They're like, girls we got this on the bag we're gonna say youthful we're gonna say beautiful and then the cops show up and they're like sorry you're under arrest and the servants were put on trial in 1611 so it took two years for the trial three of which would be convicted of witchcraft and burned at the stake (laughs) they were i mean everything was pretty much written out for them they're not surviving yes When they were being forced to do these things, probably. Yes, most likely. But they were like her assistants. Because remember, the witnesses in the beginning said that it was the help of her and her servants. Or whatever. One of those servants was a wet nurse for the Countess's children. So she was like her second-hand woman. No, I didn't mean that. I know it sounds weird, a wet nurse. But it's pretty much like a fucking nanny. I know. Um, so the trial itself was called into question, even at the time, like a lot of things were not called into question. Nobody gave a shit government ruled, Mm -hmm. you know, but many witnesses could not offer firsthand evidence, but would insist that they had heard from others about what Elizabeth Valtry had allegedly done. So like, no one could actually be like, this is what happened. I saw this. They would just be like, oh, Bobby Joe over there said this. This is Hungary, so I should give them better names. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any Bobby Joes over there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I know. 
Um, and also many servants confessed to the heinous crimes of their mistress, but that was only after they were under like intense torture sessions from the government who was investigating. Yeah. So, I mean, of course they're going to say whatever you want them to say. Fucking under duress, bitches. Yeah. So... It's funny because Elizabeth Bowtry was never tried because of her status as a noble. Okay. They were like, this is not good for the limelight. She's not going to be on trial. We can't have that. We are just going to confine her to the chambers at Castle Catchice. They wall her up. Yes. And by confined, I mean they bricked up and isolated her in the room. I do want to question this because this was 1611 and she remained in her chambers until the day she died on August 21st, 1614. So like either they had like a window, like Mm -hmm. a prison has where like they give her food and water or she had different things than just being bricked up. Yeah. It sounds better to say she was like confined, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's, like, they, questionable. Yeah. If they did, in fact, seclude her in her room, I bet you they would still try and feed her through a slot or something. She had to have gone crazy. Yeah. Think I mean, about she was that. Already crazy. That would yeah. be the worst. Yeah. So, the documents from the 1611 trial... It's so weird saying that. 1611 <laughs> trial does support the accusations made against her. However, modern Hungarian scholars have questioned the veracity of the allegations, saying that the, saying that it may have been motivated more by others' power and greed than her supposed evil. So historians think she may have been framed. Interesting. Yes. Could you imagine? I honestly, if someone's gonna frame me for something, that would be the coolest shit to be framed for, probably. Honestly, because you're going down in fucking history. Yeah. Like, your name is going to be brought up, and maybe for a long time people thought you were the most infamous female murderer, but people like us are going to look into it and be like, this bitch was innocent. Yeah. And I'm about to try and convince you of that. (laughs) I wish I could go back in time and just be a fly on the wall and see what really happened. Me too. And the more that we, like, bring up things, I'm like... Oh, that's when I want to go back. No, that's mm-hmm. when I want to go so back. Many. I wish I could like remote view, like Rick and Morty. That shit, like one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see new season coming Is soon? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know how I feel. I'm I'm curious. Curious. Okay, so Bowery was a powerful woman, and made even more powerful by her control of the Nadasti holdings after his death. So, like, her family was so rich, but his family was so rich. Like, they had assets. So, together, like, when he died, she controlled everything. Mm-hmm. She was very powerful and intimidated other people of power. Maybe. It turns out that King Matthias II, I don't know if he said, I said the second before, but remember him? He was the king of Hungary. Yes. And he ordered the investigation. Mm-hmm. And he also ignored the accusations for a while. The supposed accusations, which could have been made up. Yeah. He owed Bowtry's late husband, and then her, after he died, a very sizable debt. Interesting. 
Right. So they think he made a friend or so you have to pay them back. Yes, because Mateus was not inclined to pay the debt. He didn't want to pay the debt. He was not going to because he was the king and no one can hold anything fucking over him. Which historians say may have fueled his move to incriminate the countess in multiple crimes and deny her the opportunity to defend herself in court. Because, remember, she couldn't be at the trial because she was noble and Mm -hmm. she cannot be in the spotlight. But really... She cannot fucking say what the truth is. Hmm. Well, and it makes sense why everything is so exaggerated. Over 600. 600 is extreme. Yeah. Even to us, like, it could be possible, but that is no other serial killer has done that much. Mm -hmm. Well, and saying, too, that she grew up being taught witchcraft by her parents. Mm -hmm. I already thought that was fishy. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because normally that's not the case. No. You're secretive if that's the case. So that's that would totally make sense, him making this shit up so you didn't have to pay her back. Right. And I also find it interesting that the debt was then miraculously canceled by her family in exchange for permitting them to manage her captivity. So the king was like, all right, I'm going or the family was like, you can cancel this debt that you Just owe. We're going to deal with these accusations instead of a trial, instead of prison. We're just going to confine her into the castle, which also says how she lived for three years if she was confined, if her family had control over it, Mm -hmm. which leads to political motivation, question mark? Maybe. Seems so. But then there's also more facts from historians, and I guess I shouldn't say facts, but suspicions from historians that say that witnesses probably provided the incriminating testimonies under duress, like I said. Yeah. And that the king called for the death penalty before Baltry's family could intervene on her behalf. Like, he literally they arrested her and then they were like, death penalty. And death penalty is political motivation because it meant that the king could seize her land. Mm -hmm. If he says that someone is accused of a crime, he gets the land. And this is perhaps the true story of Elizabeth Baltry. Maybe. And this is, again, from historic historian's perspective. And also, I feel like mine, after all this research, the Countess owned a strategically important land that increased her family's already vast wealth. Okay. As an intelligent, powerful woman who ruled without a man at her side and as a member of a family whose wealth intimidated the king, the dead, his court went on a mission to discredit and ruin her. That's really sad. If that is the case, it's awful. I mean, I guess you'd rather have it be that than her actually doing those things to people. And he ruled for a long time, and he was a known king. Like, there, there's still a statue of him in Hungary. <laughs> so, I guess, best case scenario, Elizabeth Daltrey abused her servants, but came nowhere near the level of violence alleged at her trial. Mm-hmm. Worst case is she was a blood-sucking demon sent from hell to murder young women. Maybe. 
And this all begs the question, how much of this is actually true? And how much was made up just to take a powerful and wealthy woman down? I wish I knew. Me too. It's like... I wish... uh, Again, you don't know any history that... It is so exaggerated though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just like seems... Even now, like if the whole trial and investigation was questioned then then how much of it is true like they probably tortured people to be like this is what's happening do you feel like your queen is threatening you have there been people dying suspiciously just like oh yeah i heard so and so say this i heard so and so say this there's no tv or media at the time it's all hearsay i would think there'd be more records of people who lived in the area there's no record of something. anything. There is no hard evidence of anything. It's just now that she is this blood countess who inspired all of these plays and books and movies and documentaries that no one actually knows. <laughs> so was she either a murderous maniac or a pawn incriminated by family and foes? Keen to seize her holdings. That's kind of what I lean towards. That's what I'm leaning towards now. Because it would make more sense. It always it always comes to money, wealth, money and wealth, whatever, same thing. Power and land. Mm-hmm. Land back then. Yeah, I, I, the more I hear, the more I'm thinking she was innocent, maybe. Maybe she had a couple. I think she probably tortured. Maybe. I think she was probably bad to her servants and word got out and they're like let's twist this Mm -hmm. or maybe one did die under her her watch it was my phone i think and people were like word got out rumors spread a little bit the king heard it and was like we can get this and use this this against her and get out from under her debt it's interesting and again not that long ago no. Which is weird because you would think there would be more detailed records of that. But there's not yeah. for a lot of things like mm-hmm. that. Well, I don't know. I hope someday I find out for sure what happened. I know. I want. But I don't know. Maybe she's the fucking queen of everything. And she was a good one. Maybe she was a vampire. What if she was? I will praise her even more. <laughs> That'd be cool. I feel like, but it all, it does make sense because Transylvania, like you, you're like conditioned in your head to be like vampires. Yeah. Hungry. Mm-hmm. Vampires. But it all just comes from legends. Right. Oh, did you hear about the Countess? What's happening? My phone never blows up that much. <laughs> yeah, and it could just be. Just rumors that went around. Stories passed from generation to generation. All the details get mixed up. It makes for a good story. It does make it. It does that for sure. It's a good story. But what if her story is worth more than just being a blood bathing vampire? Also, vampires don't bathe in blood. They fucking suck blood. So get your stories straight. Yep. She would have been drinking it. Yeah. Not bathing in it. I do wonder, though, if 
what I mentioned before, maybe Delphi Mallory had some inspiration from her stories. And that was why, if that was even true in her life, I'm not sure if that was just for American Horror Story. No, in my research, I did find, I didn't get into the media stuff, but even if you Google um, Elizabeth Daltrey, the, the countess or, you know, the blood countess or whatever, things come up like books. There's mm-hmm. so many books. There's so many plays. There's so many movies. The Amer- American Horror Story, it linked it mainly to the hotel one mm-hmm. with Lady Gaga because you know how she used the blood yes. for well, youth. She was a vampire. Yes. Right? So there's Spoiler. that because she was a countess. <laughs> Yes. In a sense. Yes. So maybe they so that's the main inspo. But I didn't even think about the coven because they said there was multiple American Horror Story or a couple American Horror Story like inspirations mm-hmm. from it. Or American Horror Story was inspired by the story, I should say. And I do think you bring up a valid point because in coven with the attic and stuff, it kind of goes back to that. Yeah. So maybe... I don't know, again, if that was just for the show or if Delphi Mallory did do all of those things. We should look into her at some point, for sure. I think what we should do is, like, after we do, like, a handful, because it keeps coming up, like, some linkages, link, linky, I don't know, lineages to American Horror Story. So, like, at our 100th episode or whatever, mm-hmm. at 75, doesn't even have to be yeah. an audience, whatever, and even... That's not even, but you know what I mean? Yep. Quarter thing. <laughs> Anywho, I feel like we should do like an American Horror Story takeover and be like, this links, this links, yeah, this links. That's why I, I think we should start a spinoff. Spinoff podcast and it's American Horror Story. And we go through the episodes and hopefully when them. I'm stable enough. That I can. <laughs> After we get through more of this, if yeah. we want to, we could totally, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's ours. Don't go and do it. <laughs> so that's really all I have. Okay, that was good. Good job. Thank you. I Thank wish you I knew what happened. Me too. I I do think it was power and land, political motivation. Yeah, with some truth, but six hundred is extreme. Three hundred p- depositions, extreme. Mm-hmm. Even just being convicted of killing what eighty five people. 80. 80 people. That's a lot, anyway. That's more than most prolific serial killers. Yeah, I can't name one off the top of my head that killed that many. Only if it was involved in, like, cults, maybe. Not even Jack the Ripper or mm-hmm. Holmes, you know what I mean? Like, H.H. Holmes. What was it, like, 26? I think the most I've heard of was, was it the... What's his name? Was just caught. Well, John Wayne Gacy did kill a lot. That's true. They found a lot. What's his name? The Golden State Killer or whatever. Oh. Um, what did he have? Seventy six or something? No, that's wrong. Who had seventy some? I'm. It's. I'm thinking. Yeah, but anyways, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. We're sorry we didn't do an episode. Oh yeah, that that was my fault. Um, I think I got my shit together. Hopefully, Sid's the best. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're back on track, bitches. Yeah, we didn't tell you, but I think you're okay. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, we will see you next time. 
Do you want to do the outro? I'm going to do my best. If you liked this episode or want to inspire some new episodes, please contact us by going to our website at uaqpod.com. And you can put in like a little message there. Sid should just do this outro. Okay. So yeah, you can go to our website and submit requests through there. You can also email us at uaqpod at gmail.com. Please go visit our social media pages. Facebook page is Unprofessionals Asking Questions. Make sure you like and follow the page and also leave a review. And our Instagram is uaqpod. Same thing. Please follow us there. And of course, anywhere you do listen to the podcast, make sure you're rating and reviewing and subscribing so that you can get updated on all the new episodes that are coming out. And last but not least, if you have an extra dollar, $5, $10 a month, please donate to a good cause or just us because we're a good cause. We're a cause. We're fun. So you can donate to us at UAQ pod. Nope. Wait. Nope, it's patreon.com slash UAQ. <laughs> That's what it is. So if you feel like donating, you can set up for a monthly amount and help out the podcast. I think that's it now. So we will see you next time at Unprofessionals Asking Questions. Bye.